on your marks. Set. Shining the spotlight on our future champions on Musubidi Whitehead Media. It was my best year so far, and also I learned quite a few lessons. Like you know, like with just working hard, you know, coming back from a slump. A lot of it was I was for like about two months. I was very sick. I was I was in a I was in and out of hospital. Sure. I was away from school and training for about two months, and for a while we were very like skeptical of me actually getting back on track and that. So I mean, at least I could have had like my mom there to pull me through. My friends, my family, you know, Christy, Mr. Thorn from Kes, my uncle Mervin. I mean, like it just shows that like family is more important, you know. And, the small circle that's around you and support you throughout everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents are, are really proud considering um, only my mom played basketball like growing up and uh, she couldn't go to America like unfortunately, but here I am like um, at first I didn't want to play basketball. I used to play rugby. So I only started uh, basketball about 3 or 4 years ago. Uh, I fell in love with the sport instantly and my my parents are really proud. I'd like to do youth football. I'd like to do youth football. I I would like to understand it more. I'll tell you why. I've I've seen the player at Bafana. I've seen the player at Sundowns fighting in the Champions League. I've seen the player in the Absa Premier League. And 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 there's one common thing that I find they have they have bad habits. Bad habits, and one of the one of the issues is putting the ball in the net. We miss a lot, guys. Let's be honest. Uh, we play teams that don't play out players, but they beat us. One chance, one goal, and then we dance on the ball and we look good. So I would like to to help the country and 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 build a player of tomorrow. Uh, he's speaking to us uh, from an organization called Aspire Atlantic and um they make opportunities available for bright young stars to take up scholarships uh, in the US sporting scholarships and hopefully it's uh, the key to unlock the door to a life in professional sport and if it doesn't well you get a very good US college education Tyler thank you so much for your time Thank you so much for having me I gave it in a, in in a nutshell what you guys do perhaps you can expand on Aspire Atlantic. So basically what Aspire Atlantic is is that we're an educational consultancy. So like you said um we do assist you know young athletes looking to take their sports to the next level. But what we really focus on is making sure that those students have a backup plan should they not go professional. So a lot of students uh, in South Africa and in our program they all want to go play pro and that's great. You know we'll back them and support them for that. But we want to make sure that you know, whether or not they stay in South Africa or they travel abroad to pursue their sports, that they do have that backup plan and that they've got a plan B. So, yeah, Aspire Atlantic helps out with that, and we send students to the USA. So talk to me about some of the young people that you've assisted to go over to, to, to the U.S. What, what does it take? Because you'll have a lot of parents who kind of identify, well, that this child has got some sporting ability. Uh, I'm not sure if they'd be able to make it pro, but uh, the U.S. college system is a little bit different in the way that it works. Um, academically, will my metric results be sufficient? Perhaps you can just unpack that process for us. Yeah, um, so the type of 
students that we would look for would obviously be students that compete at a very, very high level. So, for example, if they are runners or swimmers, they need to be competing at least at the provincial level. Soccer um, would need to be in the GDL or the, the academy league. Um, but very important with regards to USA University sports is, is obviously the academic side. So the students need to have some sort of academic grounding. Um, we preferably like students that hang around the 60s and up, but there are always options for students that maybe are, you know, you know, high 40s and 50s. They can still get over to the states. The opportunities are not going to be directly into universities. There are pathways that you know these elite athletes can follow. That would almost be like a bridging year where they they kind of. Um, they get the help and support with regards to their academics and then their sport. They're still getting that high level of training so then they can go into their second and third year of university. So we would be looking for the very talented kids in both the classroom and on the, the sports field. Yeah, so it does place um, an additional responsibility on parents if their kids are in that kind of what grade 10, grade 9 um, age group to start thinking seriously about improving the academics if they need to be. Listening to the voice of Tyler Hollingsworth talking about his organization, Aspire Atlantic, which uh, helps create opportunities for pathways from South Africa into the U.S. college system for those youngsters who have real sporting ability and the academics to boot. I guess um, uh, people will be listening, thinking... Um, Especially when they start to shine, some of them perhaps you even you lose them to South Africa and again could potentially take up American citizenship. Yeah, I think that is a big concern for a lot of people, a lot of parents, especially you know in the environment that we're in right now. Like, well, are kids going to go and not come back? So we're working on a few really exciting initiatives. You know, our goal is not to take talent out of South Africa. We're actually looking at work partnering up with a couple of companies that, you know, would provide scholarship funding to young South Africans to go through our program. And then they would obviously study and then they would be required to, to come back to South Africa and work for those companies. So, ah, like the year for your service for, for, for a bursary or whatever. Exactly. You know, tying in that, that, that come back home and, and really use what you've experienced in, in a different, diverse environment. So what you study in South Africa is not going to be the same as what you study in America, purely based off of your experience. So we want that diversity of experience and, and thinking to come home and, and just give us a different perspective because we've been doing things the same way, you know, since 94. You know, we really want to think a little bit differently. So if the kids have an incentive to come home. So what, how we tie it in and how we're planning to tie it in is if the students go over there and they make it professionally, they make it big, absolutely, pursue your career, make South Africa proud, go and win us gold medal at the Olympics. If not, they can come home, they've got a, a job, so you know that's going to alleviate a lot of unemployment, and they've got this incredible world-class education. So that's how we're really trying to keep the talents at home. Okay, makes a lot of sense. How young do you take them? If I've got uh, my son or my daughter and they're only in uh, grade 8 or grade 9 but already showing quite uh, serious uh, sporting promise, maybe in a sport where opportunities are fewer in South Africa, uh, for example, cricket, rugby, uh, athletics, maybe to a lesser extent, uh, football, sorted. There are those pathways that you could go from South Africa to whatever the best leagues in the world, but maybe not so much for tennis, uh, golf, maybe a little bit more difficult, swimming. Um, so if I've got a child 
in that age group of grade eight, grade nine, are they too young? Do I have to wait for them to get to matric or can I try and sign them up now? They can definitely sign up, but what will happen is that they'll be in this, they'll be assigned a scout who will, who will monitor their progress up until about the, the, the 10th grade, the end of grade 10. And then we would start really looking at assisting them with the, the international process from about the middle of grade 11. That's when American institutions can start communicating directly with athletes and parents. So that's really when we pick them up. But you, earlier in, in the interview, you, you mentioned something important that, you know, parents do need to start thinking about academics from about grade nine, grade 10. And you know, you're ex- absolutely right. You know, if, if a parent is interested in this process and they've got a super talented child, grade nine is the first year that a university in the States will look at their reports. It's not like South Africa where they'll just look at, you know, grade 11 and matric. They, they will assess the academic ability from grade nine and they will require that. So I'm really glad you brought that up because that's a big one for, for parents.